Hold on. I've just got to squeeze the shit out in honour of Kirk into my pants. Hold on. Oh, God. Oh, such a relief. Well, this won't be a particularly long reaction show because I've got a big turd in my pants and running down my leg uh, in honour of Kirk. So, yeah, a little bit messy here in Sydney. Oh, such a relief, though. Feels so good. Alrighty, welcome back to the Mini Manners Minahan wrap up show. Oh, reacting to Monday's podcast, what was it called? Adam Fredericks or something? Haven't even seen the name. Look, before we get into that, I just want to um, update you on some things that have happened since the last show. So I put out my top five TV shows, and Quantum Week Chris has come back to me and said he hates MASH which is just a crazy take. How can you hate MASH? It was a great sitcom, a great show. I'm not saying it has to be in his top five because it is subjective, but I think MASH is a top five show, in my opinion, and I just don't know how you could hate it. So um, so there was that aspect. And then there was also um, Chris denied that the, the beef between him and Matt is fake. He says it's all genuine. From my point of view, if I'm in a podcast and I'm sort of having a fake beef, when someone asks me if it's fake, I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, it's fake. Yeah, yeah, you're 100% right, man. It's, yeah, spot on. You're right. We're just amplifying this to fill up the show and, and get people to listen to Quantum Week. And we're doing all this on the Patreon show so people pay for that content. You're not going to admit that straight up, are you? So uh, that's complete horseshit. Um and I want to talk about the Quantum Week Chris and Matt fight um, on their podcast and their Patreon show. Um, but just, just quickly, um, also another addendum to the last reaction show was I said that um, Feitelberg had Kirk's video on his YouTube page and we should go and fuck him up. And then John from Scranton, obviously, you know, he's a massive Barstool fan and he knows it inside out. He said to me that the only reason... It's on Feitelberg's YouTube is because when they wrote stories, they would use YouTube to embed videos. This is an old video from an old story, and maybe he doesn't know it's there, blah, 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 whatever. So maybe he's not intentionally trying to fuck Kirk over. Maybe he hasn't intentionally left it there. I don't know. Maybe Feitelberg's a good guy. I said, I don't listen to you. I don't even know what podcast is on. What is it? Part of my take or something? No idea. Um, but yeah. So maybe don't fuck with him, but if you know Feidelberg, fights as they call him, I think, get him to delete that fucking video. I don't care whether it's intentional or not, it's still really easy to find Kirk calling her a bitch, and it shouldn't be that easy, I guess, like someone in his own company should delete it. So look, that's the update. I don't know if Feidelberg's intentionally trying to fuck over Kirk, or it's just... Um, an accident, but you you make your own mind up. All right, let's get back to the Quantum Week, Chris and Matt, fake beef. So they spoke about it on last Friday's show, maybe. I think Quantum Week, Chris said he and Matt had, like, argued for an hour on the Patreon show. And I only subscribed to Quantum Week on Patreon so I could hear them fighting. That was for the first fight that led to Chris calling him a cunt. And I've still kept it. I was going to cancel it within like the first month and then you can get away without paying. But I thought I'll just keep it for a little while because you never know what other fake drama there could be. 
So I listened to the episode with Matt and Chris, the, the most second last Patreon one. I should get this. While you, um, I'll just have a quick look on my phone at um, which episode it was. So if you do want to go and listen to it, if you subscribe, yeah, what was it? It was the one on. Shit, I don't even know, actually. Let me have a look. This is great listening. Riveting listening. Um, while you're listening. Um, all right, let's have a look. Where is it? Quantum Week patrons. Yes, it was uh, the the mean season, do it again, um, qu- uh, Patreon episode. The, from um, the 17th of the 10th. And they spoke for like an hour they had this argument where they were talking about you know the tension between them and they just kept going round and round in circles I felt like I was like um, stuck in like some quantum time loop not in quantum week because they just kept saying the same thing over and over again there wasn't much to it basically you know Chris thinks Matt's too sensitive Matt thinks Chris is not supportive. And then it sort of came down to also the segments in the show. Matt feels that Chris doesn't buy into the music section as much, whereas Matt buys into the movie section. And Matt feels it's not fair to just for Chris just to dismiss some of Matt's music takes without really engaging with it. And as someone that works in showbiz and produces a few shows, I can see that you, you sort of both have to be all in. Even if you have your own personal doubts, you still got to be all in. You know, if, if Matt's not into movies so much, he still goes all in. And, and Chris has got to go all in in the music if he's going to do the show with Matt. So they just had this sort of argument that just went on and on and on. And it was so boring. It was going round and round in circles. You know, poor Matt's so sensitive. You know, he needs the touch of another man just to settle him down. Um, he's, he's got that real sort of flamboyant um, entertainer personality, but also the extreme sensitivity on the other side, a bit like Liberace or something. But, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was just a, a boring fight. Uh, you know, it, it could have been sort of 10 or 15 minutes, but they went on for like an hour, which kind of makes me think that it is fake because Matt just kept going. Like, this was a real, let's try and be Kirk for an episode. Let's try and do a Kirk Minahan show-inspired episode where it's just all arguing and sort of inside baseball stuff. And it was just not a particularly great listen. I, I sort of tuned out for elements of the fight because just as I said, it just went on for like an hour and a half of them just back and forth. It was like um, a married couple arguing. So, yeah, I still think it's a, a fake beef. I still think it's to try and drum up interest in their live show. I think Quantum Week's going fine. I don't think it'll be ending. Just let me grab my coffee, my cold brew. Gone for a cold brew with a slice of lemon. Uh, sorry, slice of orange. Um, excellent. Yeah, so that was the Quantum Week news. Um, so if you want to go and find it, it's um, from the 17th of the 10th, the one-hour um, de- argument. Oh, God. All right, what else happened in today's show? Well, Kirk teased that Jared Carabas is coming back to the podcast, and he, he didn't sort of go into the new schedule, Kirk. So I think we're all wondering what Kirk is going to do with Jared and Chris. I would like... Mm, I would like two days of Mike, one day of Chris, and no days of Jared. I think Jared's um, fucked. I mean, 
it's a real battle I have with Jared because, you know, we go way back. I've been listening to him since 2014. Uh, I, I've sort of wavered in and out of being a fan of Section 10. I've always liked Jared. But then the whole thing that happened with him um, thinking I was shaming his mental health and his um, inability to laugh at himself has meant that I've lost a lot of respect for him and I don't particularly like him. I don't particularly enjoy his work anymore. Everything's just sour when it comes to Jared. So I don't know personally if he should come back to the show. Uh, Maybe he will, maybe he won't. I really hope Quantum Week Chris stays on Fridays. He's just getting better and better. It's a better show with him. I don't want to go back to the old thing where it's, Oh, who's Adam Fredericks, Kirk? Oh, what are you talking about, Kirk? Because that's what we're going to get from Jared. He's not going to listen to anything. He's not going to know what's happening around the show. And again, it's going to be like an hour of Kirk catching him up on the news and then they'll take calls. So I just really hope he doesn't come back. Maybe Jared and Chris could do Fridays together. Uh, I guess Mike one day, Chris one day and Jared one day is an option. But I, I think we're kind of being ripped off of a Mike day there. So, yeah, I'd like two Mike, one Chris. Maybe Jared goes in one day when Michael Chris is there and he can sort of sit in with um, Dave in the producer's room and chime in every now and then. Um, but, yeah. And the other question is, Kirk mentioned about Jared's um, contract not being renewed. Maybe Jared's going to go. Maybe we'll see him at 98.5 and he can host the baseball hour with Maz. And, yeah, I think that would be a perfect spot for him. It would be funny if... Peralt ended up at EEI and Jared at 98.5 and um, that was the way their career progressed. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they won't renew Jared. Why would you if you're Barstool? Like, what, what does Jared bring to the, the gambling table? They may as well just move him on and get a new, a new maybe a new younger baseball um, podcast, um, a bit fresher, a uh, newer angle. I don't know. It's just The whole thing seems a bit old with Section 10. Uh, Yes, um, so a point was made that maybe Tim from Canton would probably have um, Kirk's shitty sock by now or or shit-filled sock by now, but I actually think Jay would have it, that that person, almost used a bad word. Yeah, I think Jay's probably found that shitty sock now. Um, But that was a great story because, you know, which other host would just start off their week by going on air and talking about how they've had to take a shit in the woods during a run. Um, it was pretty funny stuff. Uh, the, the thing that stood out to me was the shit on the leg at the end, like him walking home and like shit, or running home and, you know, the people around him is like he's got shit running down his leg. I've seen homeless people like that. I haven't seen many joggers like that. We had a um, controversy controversy in Australia where there was a poo jogger and she would go and take a dump in someone's driveway and it kept getting caught on camera, but you couldn't see the face of the poo jogger. You'd just see her um, take a dump and then keep running. So Google poo jogger and you'll see in Australia it was quite a big controversy. If I find it, I'll put it in the show notes for this episode. Um, But yeah, Kirk's got a friend there. They also talked about Alec Baldwin's tragedy. That's an awful story, really awful story. Nothing nothing to add to it. Just The only thing I will add to it is you fucking Americans and your guns are insane. Like every second house in America probably has a loaded gun in it with live rounds. Whereas in Australia, that is just such a foreign concept to us that you would A, have a gun, 
and B, it would have a live round in it. It just wouldn't happen. Whereas in America, you're all such fucking nuts because of your stupid constitution. You think you can all run around shooting people. Well, this is what happens when you have loaded guns readily available. Uh, what else from today's show? Oh, Jerry saying to Kirk that Karana is doing a better job as producer of the Jerry Callahan podcast. I think we knew that. I know. I don't think Cullinane did a bad job with Jerry, although I didn't listen. But I think Carano and Jerry are just a better fit. And Carano's hungry. Carano wants success. He wants the podcast to grow. He's not just kind of cruising. You, know, you don't see Carano doing the hits at 6am and then rolling into Jerry's show. It's interesting that Cullinane thought it was okay to do that when he was producing Jerry's show. But now he's realized that it's probably not the best thing to do when you're preparing for what you're being paid for. Yeah, so uh, congratulations to Carano. I think he's found um, his perfect match in Jerry, and I think we'll see Quantum Week end soon, and it'll just be um, Carano and Jerry on their journey together. They'll be on, like, Newsmax or some right-wing TV station together. But fair play to Carano. He's a hustler. He's he's full on. He doesn't give up. He's like a dog with a bone, and he got a job with Jerry, and, um, yeah, he's putting um, Cullinane... To shame a little bit with what he's doing. And speaking of Cullinane, then we get into the whole, what is it, Tommy Quinlan and Adam Fredericks controversy and the Justin Trudell job search. So the first thing, I guess, is they called Tommy and Adam to speak to it, speak to, to, speak to them about the, the job. And there wasn't much there. Tommy Quinlan didn't really add much. Um, but... What's strange is so Cullinane, what, gave Tommy Justin's email but didn't tell Justin anything about the job. It just all seems a really sort of strange situation. Like if I had a friend who I thought would suit a job, I would say, hey, you should apply for this job. Give me your number, I'll shoot it across, but you should apply as well. So it was, I don't think my... I don't think Dave was being a snake. I really don't. I just think think he was being thoughtless, which is a common theme for Dave. I really don't think he's a snake. But it comes across as snaky because he suggested some other producers to Tommy. He didn't tell Justin to go for the job. Yeah, if I was Justin, I'd be fucking annoyed because it, it sounds like it's something Justin should apply for and he should have been told about it. And then Cull got really annoyed at Mike because Mike was kind of piling in on Cullinane being a snake. I mean, it really triggers Dave that people think he's a snake, and he's not a snake. Uh, he's lots of things. He's not a snake. He would have just – he's just vacuous. Like, he would have just forgotten to tell Justin about the job. That's all it is. He's negligent. He's forgetful. And he, he's got kids and he's got a family, so whatever. But I don't think he's snaky. But yeah, if I was Justin, I'd be annoyed. Like, if you're going to think of me for a job, at least tell me it's available. Uh, and then Carl was just annoyed at Mike the whole show. He, was, he wanted to be pissed off at Kirk, but he kind of um, transferred that to Mike. I said, I don't think Carl's being snaky, just just a bit forgetful. And that's really it. That That's sort of all that jumped out at me from um, today's show. I do like Jen Royal, I've got to say. I like her mojo. I know some of you hate her, but 
I like the fact that she's fucking full on. She doesn't take a backward step. She tells customers to fuck off. I mean, good on her. As someone that's been on the re- in the restaurant game and the media game, I, I like the way she's approaching it. And fair play to Jen Royal. I'd love to get her on um, the Kirk Minahan show, just like for a phone call or something. Like if we could get like the Jen Royal weekly segment where she just fucking bitches about customers, I think would be good or, or something like that. But... Um, yeah, and, and fine. Oh, you know what? That fucking bullshit uh, Murchison call. That guy who said he sat behind him in the Red Sox. Terrible. That was such a complete horseshit. Alrighty. Well, look, that's it for my sort of rambling wrap up from Monday show. Gone a bit long. Um, fucking very uncomfortable now. I've got this fucking turd in my pants and I'm down my legs. It stinks. I'm gonna have to take a shower. Uh, but yeah, praise podcast Jesus, the shitting machine. <laughs>